Welcome to Secondary Voices and Topics from today's high school students. Hello and welcome to the Star Archives. I'm your host, Riley. I'm Katie. Today we're going to talk about Star Wars for all you Star Wars lovers, fans, and all that whatnot right now. And uh, let's get down with the basics, talking about what we love about Star Wars. What's our favorite stuff about Star Wars? So favorite movies and shows and whatnot. So let's start off with that. Katie, what's your favorite show? Ooh, show? Um, probably, probably like Clone Wars or Bad Batch, like prequel stuff. Prequel stuff. Yeah. Because you got to love the prequels, the Clone Wars and stuff like that. Yeah. So why is that, that you love Clone Wars and all the prequel shows and whatnot like that so much? It gives it a different side of the story, and, like, it gives you the clone side of the story, not the Jedi side, which is what you see in the movies. We right. We get to see the war side of it. We see politics in the movies, not what happens on the battlefield. Yeah, the more boring stuff, the stuff that's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's mm -hmm. cool, but... Not as cool as the action in the war and whatnot. Yeah. 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 How about you? What's your favorite movie? It's show first. Let's yeah. Do show, show first. then movie. Um, favorite show. I love Clone Wars, The Ends of the Earth and Back. There's just so much good in there. But I feel like Andor, just like looking off of the first season and not just the overall like stuff of Clone Wars. I feel like Andor just the story, like it starts off a bit slow, which is kind of Yeah, it's not great. I like shows that are just go fast, but by the end of it is just there's so much story, there's so much going on, there's so much amazing and cool and fun stuff and it's just like, yeah, you kind of got to love it. Plus, Rogue One. Who doesn't love that? Definitely. All right, so now let's talk about favorite movies. Um, let's head it back to Ooh, you. Movies is definitely hard. I'm either going to have to go with Revenge of the Sith because, you know. It's Revenge of the Sith. Or um, Rogue One or Return of the Jedi because those are just top, some top-tier movies. Yeah. Because, like, Rogue One, it sums up everything that happens in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, and it gives you that, like, new sense of what's happening in between, and it gives you that more dramatic feeling for when you go into A New Hope. And then Re Return of the Jedi is just, that's just a classic. Yeah. And Revenge of the Sith, it, it starts out definitely slow, but it definitely gets better. Mm-hmm. How about you? Once again, I mean, similar reasons to Andor and why I love it so much. Uh, Rogue One, just an incredible movie. Uh, basically, just the reason I love it, everything that you listed, it just gives you a different kind of sense of Star Wars, a different feel for what it can be like, besides just Jedi and all of these kind of characters that are super cool and godlike, but... With Rogue One, it gives you more, like, real people. life. Yeah, and yeah. real people kind of sense and story and whatnot, which is cool. And it's just, I don't know, I like that side of things. And plus, I just feel like the buildup to uh, New Hope is so cool and kind of explaining the story of how they got the plans in the first place and then Darth Vader chasing after those plans leading to the beginning of New Hope. <clears throat> Hope. Plus, in that little kind of chase... 
uh, we get to see the the coolest Darth Vader battle scene ever because I mean Darth Vader just he's he's so cool in that scene. But yeah. Favorite character. Favorite character. That one's actually really difficult. I mean, Luke is awesome. He's classic. He's the classic hero of the story. I love a lot of the villains in Star Wars. I love uh, Palpatine, Darth Vader, Anakin at his end, then transitioning into Darth Vader is a really cool character Mm -hmm. arc or whatever you want to call it. And it's just like, honestly, as far as story goes to connect or just... I don't know, with all of the story around it, I feel like Anakin's character, there's the most story there talking about him and his transition to the dark side and his story as Darth Vader is so fascinating and so cool. And to go from so good, such a good person, to that evil is just really cool and fascinating. So, gotta love it. Yeah. For me, it... Would, mm, I don't know why I asked it because I don't actually know. It would probably <laughs> be Obi Wan Kenobi or um, Qui Gon Jinn. Qui Gon Jinn. Why yeah. is that? Why is that? So, because if you, he may only have like an hour of screen time, right. but. He is, if you go and dive deeper in, he is one of the few Jedi who actually saw that the council is going to fall and they're not going to make it very right. far in the way that they're doing things. And so he was one of the Jedi who was on the council who changed the count, who tried to change the council's ways. Right. So I feel like because he saw what he needed to do and he didn't let the way of the Jedi get in that way like in his way I think that's why I like him and Obi-Wan Kenobi he's just he's so sassy (laughs) I love the sass and he's just such a great character and a lot revolves around him in the Star Wars universe like if you think about it if he wasn't there you wouldn't have Anakin Skywalker you wouldn't have Luke Skywalker you wouldn't have all of these great characters, but without Obi-Wan Kenobi. So that's why I like him. You know what? That does kind of bring up uh, something that I was thinking about the other day. The huge legacy that's been created by Star Wars, starting off with Yoda, going to Count Dooku, then the Qui-Gon Jinn, then to Obi-Wan Kenobi, then to Luke, then to Ahsoka, and now to Sabine... Sort of. Sabine, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on that long legacy of just all this good and evil and war and peace and just that legacy of all those amazing characters and force wielders? It's it's a lot. Like, it's the legacy itself that is with, like, that legacy has its characters and each of those characters have their own legacy with them. So that just makes it even bigger. Mm-hmm. But if you just like look at the chain, cause like, like you said, Yoda, Dooku, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Anakin, Ahsoka, Sabine, like it's just this huge line of Jedi and you get to see almost every single one of them. You see most of them. I do wish that 
in like the shorts, the Tales of the Jedi that was on Disney Plus. I do wish that we got to see more of Dooku training uh, Qui Gon. I feel like that would have been way more interesting because we only got like five minutes of that. But I feel like if we got more of that, we could understand Dooku and Qui Gon more as a character. So, circling back to your question about the legacy, I I think it's just such a an amazing story that George Lucas has put together. George Lucas and Dave Filoni have put together for us, and that that legacy will live on with everyone for such a long time. Yeah. The legacy of all those characters. I mean, Yoda's got to be one of the coolest characters ever in the history of ever. I mean, it's Yoda. It's the little green alien hermit guy. He's so cool. And all the characters in the story or in that legacy, they all have their own amazing stories to tell. Mm -hmm. And it's just really cool to see how because the other day somebody brought that up that legacy and i'm like holy crap that is a thing yeah that is a legacy in star wars i didn't think that it went that deep mm-hmm. and it's just cool that that kind of legacy that story of all of these characters intertwined to one giant stories just really cool yeah How, what do you, so you know how each, like, lightsaber has its meaning, right? Right. Which one do you think would you have based on its meaning? Of, like, all the lightsabers of the main characters? Like, if I had to pick one well, of those lightsabers, like, which one I would have? Yeah, kind of. You know, I could take the easy way out and go with Anakin because of the story of it, but I'm like, yeah. Eh, I don't I wanna have something different than that. I feel like of all the characters, Dooku has a sweet curve, Yoda's yeah. Yoda. But honestly, I think I'd like Ahsoka's lightsabers the most yeah. because their story runs pretty deep. I mean not as deep as uh Anakin's Darth Vader's and whatnot. And it's like, it's got such a big story to tell and all the changes done to her lightsabers over the years. Yeah. It tells such a big story. And it's, if I had to pick one, plus I get two lightsabers. Yeah. That's another bonus (laughs) in that. Uh, But I'd pick those lightsabers because of the story. Yes, definitely. But are you talking about the ones that she had in like the Clone Wars series or are you talking about the, the ones that she has like now in her series? Hmm. Man, I thought that you'd kind of like take that <laughs> as like I could have them all in a sense. But if I had to pick one, I love Clone Wars. The white ones are cool, I guess, but like they don't tell that deep story. No, not not nearly as much. I feel like the blue ones their story was pretty cool, but you didn't yeah. get to see them for long. Yeah. But the green ones were the ones that she had the longest, or at least the most that you saw like on screen, I guess yeah. is a better way to say that. Yeah. I feel like those I'd probably have out of the three because it tells such a big story in the Clone Wars and her fall as a Jedi and all that stuff. So I'd pick the green Ahsoka lightsabers. Nice. On the topic of Ahsoka, what is your opinion on the new show? Like, how do you how do you feel about it so far? 
So I just watched the last episode last night, and um, it was definitely the best one so far. Have you seen the latest one yet? I have not because I didn't have the time, but I am okay with spoilers. Okay, if you're okay with that. (laughs) So in the last episode, Ahsoka is fighting with Anakin's ghost sort of in a way. Mm -hmm. Like he's telling her, if you can best me in battle, you get to live basically. And he teaches her one final lesson. And it's just like this cool duel between two amazing force wielders. And Mm -hmm. it flashes back and forth between Anakin and Darth Vader and both of those legacies and stories. And it's just really cool. And that side of Ahsoka, I love. And it's just so cool to see that in live action versus animation. Yeah. But looking at the stuff prior to it, it's a lot of story buildup, which I get, because, I mean, most people don't know the characters and all of the story behind it. But if you are, if I'm to judge it just off of the last episode, I'd say the show's great. But if you add in that story buildup, which I'm fine with for the most part, but they're just now starting to, like, develop the story, finish that development stage, and get into the big stuff mm-hmm. with only three episodes left. It's like, I think you could do it a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I love the last episode and the show itself, but I think it could definitely kind of be shortened a bit or the story could kind of pick up pace a bit quicker. Yeah. What about you? What about you? Um, well, because I have not seen the fifth episode, right? Yeah, the right. newer episode. Um so far right now, it just feels like Rebel season five. Yeah. Like, that's definitely what it feels like. But, like you said, it's a lot of story buildup, and I think once they build up the story that it's going to get better. Also, I think when they find Thrawn, maybe Ezra, I don't actually know if Dave Filoni's going to bring him back. I think they might keep him dead. I think they're going to bring Ezra back at the very end of the show. Like, maybe. They're going to see Thrawn earlier because you kind of yeah. have to, but I feel like Ezra... They're going to find him at the very end after they either get defeated or not defeated by Thrawn. Or, like, Ezra's going to be kind of like that Rey at the end of of Rise of Skywalker moment for Sabine, maybe, probably. He's going to be, like, the Force ghost, like, leading her or, like, there to help her defeat Thrawn. Yeah. I feel like that might happen, but uh, I don't know. On the topic of characters like Ahsoka and Clone Wars and Rebels and whatnot, mm-hmm. what do you think like makes Dave Filoni such a big part character in Star Wars? And like why is he so good to like helping create uh, or make Star Wars feel new and fresh and just better than if you compare it to the last three <laughs> uh, movies? With- yeah. Dave Filoni, um, it's like I was saying, he knows Star Wars fans. Like, he knows, he he is a Star Wars fan himself. Like, he grew up with um, the original trilogy, and he, like, was fascinated by it. So I feel like he gets our side of the story, the Star Wars fan side of the story, versus what Disney Plus has or, like, Disney has. Like, they, they get Star Wars, but just they don't have that, connection that Dave Filoni has with Star Wars. So I think that Dave Filoni uses the knowledge that he has with Star Wars and the connections that he has with the characters he creates or knows and uses those like 
to do his advantage to like manipulate our minds with the connections. Like that's just, but like Dave Filoni is such, like he is such an amazing director, creator. I Star Wars wouldn't be Star Wars without him. I've just me though. Yeah. Honestly, you said it all. <laughs> He's propelled Star Wars into a new age a new kind of story era or whatnot, and it's just... Modernized. Yeah, modernized it's, it's it. been modernized by Dave Filoni, and it's really cool to see yeah. that, and it's going to be sweet to see him continue to develop that story. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's just not talk about the last three in this uh, bit. Right. So... If you are a sequels fan, we will respect you, but we're probably not going to talk about it much except for what we think that they could have done way better. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yeah. Let's not, yeah. Let's not get into that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Um, continuing on the future of Star Wars, what do you think, like, Star Wars has in the future? What projects do you think they're like, going to do now? Like, so what... What the, what's the new story going to be, or so, what's it going to be? So you definitely have Lando, that TV show that's going to come out soon. So mm-hmm. you are so I'm excited to see that because we don't know much about Lando Calrissian. So I'm excited to see that part of the story. But for what it has in the future, they have so for example with the Bad Badge. If you haven't seen it yet, spoiler alert: they kill off Dave Filoni kills off Tech. That's depressing, but. I think that in the future they're like Omega's captured, Tech is dead. They, um, and then at the end of the episode, you find out that Omega has a sister, and which I still don't yeah, understand. Yeah, neither totally. do I. That like, doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then you have um, Hunter was talking about in the last episode about going to what's the planet called again? It starts like with a P. I don't remember. I. It's been a while since yeah, I watched Bad Batch. Same. I don't know. <laughs> I but don't know. He was talking about like going there and just putting soldiers behind them, which I think they, I don't know how he's going to pull that off, but like, so you have to tie up all of those loose ends to go into this like final season. And then with like the Mandalorian, I don't know what they're going to do, but like, I think they're doing like a movie or something for the last season. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm kind of sad. Like, I think there's going to be another season, but at the same time with the way they ended it off, it's like, it's like are it, they going to? Yeah, because, like, that one, it was cliffhangery, but it wasn't, like... Sort of, yeah. It wasn't as intense of a cliffhanger as they could have made it been. Right. It's like, is there going to be another season, or is Mando's story going to end in that movie where it's going to be the Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Boba Fett, like, a lot of shows combined into one thing so yeah Yeah. i don't know and like the book of boba fett that one was pretty good i haven't seen all of the episodes i've seen most of them but so far it's pretty decent i would say that it's not one of my favorites though no i feel like with boba fett like i love boba fett's character i think he's super cool because he's like the bad butt bounty hunter Mm -hmm. i mean who doesn't like that kind of character like mando but Yeah, Cad Bane too, which I'm so sad that they did yeah, in bad he, in live action. Yeah. He's so good in Clone Wars, and then they just yeah. do what they do in yeah, Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like with Boba Fett, it's really good, 
but at the same time, I just don't think there's enough uh, story to do with Boba Fett to where they can make a whole show around him. I mean, mm-hmm. there was one episode where he wasn't even in it at all. It was yeah. just all about Mando, Grogu, yeah. Grogu's training with Ahsoka slash Luke. Luke. Yeah. And it's like, is this really his show or is it like an addition to Mandalorian by the end of it? Yeah. That's the thing with like the spinoff movie, like spinoff TV series is that you right. have all of these like for like great TV shows like prior to it and then like you have these other ones that are like oh they just like kind of like follow that but like let's be honest like Bad Batch that's just like Clone Wars seasons like 9 and 10 right Wait, it's just more yeah 8 9 10 like yeah 8 9 and 10 it's just yeah. more Clone Wars basically yeah and then like Book of Boba Fett that's just going to be more Mandalorian mm-hmm. and so I definitely think that they could have gone, like, I get the backstories and that stuff, but I definitely think that they could have gone more original with these TV shows. Yeah, I feel like they definitely could have. See, there was this one show that I heard about that's going to be coming out in 2025 or something like that. It's called The Acolyte. It's basically, like, it's going to be way in Star Wars's past. Oh, where like the... Like it's the the old Republic That's era, I think. Yeah. yeah. So where Sith are still a thing, and the Sith spy infiltrates the old Republic, mm-hmm. and is like, the goal is to try to assassinate a Jedi. Which I'm hoping it's like a young Yoda, but I know it's not Ooh. going to be, because it's during the time when Yoda's like a Padawan, from what I've heard. And I'm like. That could be so cool. Yeah, There's because, so much potential there. Yes, because you don't know anything about Yoda. Like, no, you don't it's know like who is he's master. the old wise guy, but how did he get there? Yeah, and I feel like Yoda is one of the few characters left in Star Wars that you can do a lot with his story. Well, when his show comes out, because yeah. there's going to be a Yoda show yeah, coming 100%. out eventually. I mean, I'm not sure if it's confirmed yet or not, but it's like when that happens, That's oh like, my God, it's going to be so good. Yeah, and yeah, and. De- like I said, Yoda's one of the characters that you can do so much with, and I just feel like that there's not as many characters left in the Star Wars universe that you can do that with. Right. Because, you know, it's just like they either kill them off or they like are just a minor character that you don't know right. much about. There's only so much story to develop. Yeah. That's a reason why I think Outlook could be so good, one, if they do kind of dive into Yoda's character, that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, it's whatever, because I feel like they can very easily like use that show to kind of dive into Star Wars's past with the Old Republic and Definitely. start telling that story that there's nothing for. And it's like, it could very easily turn into a great start to a new era in Star Wars that's just never really been seen or talked about. Yeah, definitely. And I definitely think that... Um, the prequels is one of the lesser, like, because there's so much information to do with the prequels, because you have, like, every single Jedi, and then you have every single clone, commanders, just the clones just in general, and then, like, you have Order 66, which was that whole thing. Yeah. And then, so I definitely think that the prequels are known about a lot less like the stories and that stuff like people know about the prequels and they know about the Jedi Council and that stuff like they know the big things but like 
the details are sometimes what are really important to like make it way more dramatic and that stuff. Right. I feel like there is a lot for the prequels that's been made. Mm-hmm. I feel like I really hope, I mean, they can dive into like more of the sequel stuff and post sequels, but mm-hmm. I just don't know what the story could be there. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, add, adding more to the prequels, but eventually that's going to run out and they're going to have to do something. So yeah. eventually they're going to go into the Old Republic. And from what I've been told by like one of my friends, uh, eventually there is going to be like some kind of Star Wars show and or movie about like Sith and nothing but Sith. And it's going to be like the Sith war. Oh, I'm excited and for that one. All that stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what we'd see. Yeah, because but. you don't know a lot about the Sith, and, like, you always get the good guy side of it, and there are so many characters that are on the bad side, let's just say that, because I'm even going to, like, talk about the sequels and stuff. Like, they they have some decent, character, like, bad characters in the sequel. Like, they brought back Emperor Palpatine in the sequels, which, eh. Yeah. And They're then, using like, story to a point. Yeah, and then, like... In the original trilogy, you have Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, um, and, like, I'm not even going to try and list all of the <laughs> bad guys in the prequels because there's yeah, so many of them. Grievous, all the different generals, Maul. all the different droids. Yeah, Maul, Palpatine to a point. Yeah, but I definitely am excited for that one because I want to see the Sith side of things. Like, I want to see the bad side. Yeah, who doesn't love a little bit of evil? I think that's why Mando, or the Mandalorian show, can, is so successful because it's Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of about good people to a point, but like, they're they're not really good guys. They're they're pretty bad people. And it's just like, there's a lot of bad people in the story and it just dives into a more evil side of Star Wars and I like that and once they enter that uh, the old era of Star Wars and they start doing stuff with that more they're going to be doing more of the old stuff and I feel like that could be very fun to watch because it's new and we haven't seen anything like that that's why Rogue One and that stuff was so cool yeah because like you can reuse the same ideas and kind of like form them in a new way but people know that they're the same ideas, and like they they have they've seen that stuff before. But like like you said with Rogue One, it's it's like this totally new point of view of things, and right. it's just it's just so much cooler. Yeah, I feel like that's all that we need to talk about because if we go into more topics, we're just gonna keep blabbering on for yeah. another half an hour or whatever. So yeah. I think yeah. that's where we'll end it off today. Next time, maybe we'll talk more about what we ended off with here today, talking about the mm-hmm. old era or the old republic era and stuff like that in the evil sith and whatnot so with all that aside hope that you enjoyed this first episode of star archives i'm your host riley and katie i'll see you next time bye-bye thanks for listening to this episode of secondary if you're enjoying this content share it with your family and friends spread the word and thanks again for listening